Hello, and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast, where each episode we go back and we look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This episode, we have Netflix's 141st film. It's the 2019 biopic Walk, Ride, Rodeo. It's directed by Connor Allen and it stars Missy Pyle, Spencer Locke, Bailey Chase, Sherry Shepard, and Corbin Blue. I am Jesse, your host, and I am here to bring you another Netflix original film. If you haven't seen this film and you want to keep away from spoilers, I recommend giving the show a pause now. I'm coming back a little bit later on because I am going to spoil this film um, as I go through this episode. And yeah, if you uh, like your horse riding or um, rodeo, rodeo, I'm not sure how to say it properly, um, then yeah, give it, give us a pause, watch it, come back, because I'm going to start off with my fast flicks, which is a little summary of what the film is all about. So this one is about a talented horse rider who must overcome a car accident that claimed the use of her legs. And I guess I've probably said that a little bit too enthusiastic um, where it actually ends, um, but that's the, the gist of this story, and um, yeah, it's a, it is a based on a, on a true life story, so Let's look at how this story came to being a Netflix original, I guess. And um, I think it was July 2018 where it was announced that production had begun uh, with main principal photography in New Mexico in America. It's also known as Riding on Faith, the Amberly Snyder story. So obviously this film is based on Amberly Snyder's life and her um, comeback, I guess, to the um, rodeo lifestyle. In Greek, this film is called The Rodeo of My Life, and in Mexico, it's called Life is a Detour. So in Mexico, they've taken all of the, the horse riding elements out of um, the title and, and made it more about the actual story um, of the the life that um, Amberly has lived, I guess. The interesting facts for this one, um, the horse stunts that you see um, in scenes after the accident were actually done by the real life Ambly Snyder um, on her own horse, the the real power, which is the the name of the horse that we see in this film. The the ones before the accident were actually done by her sister, who um, we see in the film as well. I think her name was Autumn. Um, so yeah, so a little bit of a, a nice story to hear that the the person and the, the family that this this film is based around were actually involved in the making of it. Um, the character Tate Watkins. He is based on a real person. They changed his name for the movie, though. But um, yeah, he was actual uh, an actual love interest for Amberly um, in this film and in real life. Um, Snyder explained where the film's title comes from, and, and we do see this in the film. She says that the very first day of her therapy, the, the nurse asked her, what are your goals? And I told her, walk, ride, rodeo, that's it. There's not an if, there's not an end, and there's not a maybe. That is what we're doing, and that gives... A little bit of an explanation as to why there is a full stop between each word in the title of this one. This uh, came out in Norway uh, six days earlier than Netflix on the rest of the world. So uh, worldwide, it hit Netflix on the 8th of March, Norway on the 2nd. As I mentioned, filmed in New Mexico, USA. Consensus for this one. So Rotten Tomatoes, it only has two reviews. Uh, both these reviews were fresh, but obviously not enough to give us an overall score. The audience, there were 50 people on Rotten Tomatoes that had got on there, and it's got a 53%. So on the lower end, a little bit higher on IMDb with a 6.4 out of 10 um, on a bit over 2,000 reviews. And on Letterboxd, it sits on a 2.7 out of 5, and that's on under 800. So uh, I guess if I had to make a generalization, not a lot of people have seen this one. Um, and I guess that can lead me into the early thoughts for this one, where it's an amazing true life story, and 
I think Amberly is exceptionally brave to do what she's done and share this story. Uh, however, the, the way that this was put together in a film was really poor. Um, this ride was not for me. Didn't. Okay, characters. So, Amberly, obviously, we need to talk about her. And, and she's focused on having this rodeo life. Um, you know, she wants to to work um, at an ac- exhibition that, that is about rodeo. She wants to get into that lifestyle. She wants to ride. Um, and, and they make it clear that she doesn't have enough time to spend with her siblings or her family or watch their achievements. It's all about her because she's so focused. And and as I mentioned before, such great strength um, and determination to get up and going. And I'm just not sure that the casting here has given her the respect or the story respect that the story, the respect that it possibly deserves. Um, we do see Emily's mum, Tina. Um, she's very overprotective, but also supportive without going over the top. And I think that, that they, her part of the story is involved with this crash and the impact it has on her, but she wants to do her best to keep it together for Emily. And she does face this guilt for not being more firm because at the start, you know, she was saying, I will drive you. And Amberly was so um, determined to do it herself and, and told her not to take the, the truck. Um, but she did. So she does feel that guilt, obviously. Um, Corey's a dad. He, uh, he, he It's almost like the, they put him in this film as, as the opposite um, sort of character where he, he's really forceful and pushes Amberly to achieve the goals. And, and, you know, has these lines about hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And, um, you know, he's not happy when she doesn't come anything but first. And I guess it's just nice to see that, um, you know, there's other people driving her success. Um, the last one I'll look at is Diego and is this worker at rehab. Um, I mentioned at the end of last show, I always go through the cast for the, the film uh, coming up the next week. And I, I did mention that Corbin Blue was in this film um, from high school musical fame. I didn't even recognize him until the end credits and gone, ah, oh, that was actually him. So, um, yeah, interesting little thing there for me. Uh, director Connor Allen, 13 directing credits, have not heard of any of them. The The biggest one there is called No Man's Land from 2020. Um, but yeah, obviously starting out, possibly get some more work very, very soon. Time to check out some scenes. So what are some things that I enjoyed, some things that I didn't enjoy? Uh, unfortunately, I'm just going to go through things that I didn't really like. Uh, I think when the mum, Tina, she finds out that Amberly's been in this car crash and she loses it really emotionally and it's without even knowing what's wrong um, or what's actually happened in the accident. So a little bit cringeworthy for me. Um, There's quite a bit of gross dialogue. Uh, You know, these cliche sayings of, you know, no matter what life gives you, give more back. You know, um, I just got over it after a while. It was very much in your face, the whole film. And I get that's the structure and the way that these types of films work. Just didn't sit well for me. Um, there's a scene where Amberly goes out in her wheelchair um, to, to the horses and, and she gets sort of bogged or gets stuck and she cracks it at her mum for not noticing. And I understand she's emotional and, and upset with the situation she's in, but it just seemed a bit harsh um, to take that out on her mum. And, and, you know, then they do they make a big deal about it being hard for her to get on a horse. Um, but, you know, when the parents give her this car, like a mobility car, she literally just gets in and drives off and it didn't sit right with me because there should have been some sort of trauma there because the, the car was the thing that created this accident and, and this trauma for her. Um, so yeah, another thing that just didn't sit right. Um, another thing, Amberly buys a saddle and we get this montage of her failing to get it on, you know, trying to chuck it over the horse and trying to get it on. And um, once she does get the, the saddle on, the, the mum comes over and, and puts her on the horse anyway and just narrative wise why couldn't the mum have just put the saddle on and i get that you want to show the audience that she's overcoming these obstacles but 
it just didn't sit right again for me. Um, I am sorry if you do like this film. Uh, the, la the last couple of things here, I think that anything with that love interest, Tate, was not great, um, as well as there's a scene where Amberly sits down with a reporter. It was so overacted and so over the top that I just uh, couldn't get into it. Um, but this does have a good a good moral, some good themes, some good ideas, especially for younger sort of people. And, you know, this idea of accepting adversity and, and you don't get to choose sometimes. You just have to go with it. So you need to keep moving forward and you do need to know your limits, though, in doing that. And, and again, Emily, you know, she follows her dreams, her goals, and this is because she's focused. But then, you know, she, she's achieved what she needs and then she has to do it all over again. So triumphing over this tragedy and and not feeling sorry for herself and, and getting out there and, and this idea too of this mother-daughter connection between the two, like it's a really nice connection between the two because they're always there for each other. Last thing I'll touch on too is there's, there's this mention where the doctors, oh, I, I might have been in my reading after actually, where the doctor said that she would have been able to walk if she had a seatbelt on. So this could be a good message too about, about wearing seatbelts um, in cars. Okay, what did I take away from this one? Um, I love a good country, a good country song, and a few at the start were really good. I was getting into it, and and it just made me think about in Australia we have these um, sort of like compilation CDs with the hottest songs at the moment um, that are called like So Fresh, and um, I'm proud to say I've got um, a country one, and uh, it just disappointed me that after the start these songs sort of became a bit cringeworthy and in your face. Um, the lyrics were just so like I know they were telling the story, but there's songs about wide open spaces when she's out on the road by herself, and there's a song about called "Then You Stand" as she's working on standing up, and the montage of workouts and the songs about rising up, like really nice, but uh, <laughs> just just could not do that. Um, IMDb time. Did we often check out if we jumped on IMDb to check out any of the car stuff? But this one is a little bit of a different one for me because in the film they made a mention of um, Emily's dad being in the MLB and the, or the, you know, the Major League Baseball and the Players Association Association actually paying for um, some of her medical flights. So I was like, I just a bit intrigued and I looked him up and so yeah, um, James Corey Snyder, he was a former um, right fielder. He played nine seasons in the MLB from 86 to 94 for the Cleveland Indians, the Chicago White Sox, the Toronto Blue Jays, the San Francisco Giants, and, and the Dodgers as well. Um, so nice little career there and, and a nice little tie-in that they made mention of the dad's career too. Um, so finishing on a positive note, I'm going to wrap this one up and give it a, a rating out of five for an overall average of what we're going to talk about. Um, I know inspirational true life films, you know, often go over the top. Uh, this one did that and just kept going. Um, it could could possibly work as one of those midday movies during the school holidays for, for young kids to watch and, and understand some nice messages in life. But unfortunately, the, the techniques and the way it was done uh, left a real bad taste in my mouth. So this one's getting a one and a half out of five for me. Um, so sorry for this film, but not my cup of tea. Uh, we have social media, we have Twitter, we have Facebook, we have Instagram. Please do jump on, give us a follow, give us a like, share us with your friends if you can. Um, the question I'm putting out there this week is, does this film inspire you? Does this, does this film have some sort of motivational message that actually gets you up and going because I think that's the idea of this film um we're back in next week and I think I can confirm that next week our I'm going to be joined back with MJ which I'm very very excited for um and he's joining me for the 2019 action adventure film Triple Frontier it's directed by JC Shandor it stars a great cast it's got Ben Affleck it's got Oscar Isaac Charlie Hunnam Garrett Hedlund and Pedro Pascal so if you haven't seen um, Triple Frontier and you want to check it out do so in the next week and if you have then um, please do join us next week for that one as usual it's been great having you listen along it's nice to know there are people out there listening so thank you and I will see you next week <laughs> <laughs>